I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Yearning for Wholeness, Quest for Your Twin Flame. Last week, we talked about the Father-Mother God, the concept of God being both masculine and feminine, which is corroborated in the Bible in the first chapter of Genesis, which says, So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created him, male and female created he them. And we are created in the image of God, male and female, so we understand that God also created each of us and our twin flames out of a white fire body that had both masculine polarity and feminine polarity, with each having the same spiritual origin and unique pattern of identity. This is a popular topic and an exciting study, and Mark Myers is with me again as we probe deeper into this subject. Hi, Nancy. Great to be here again. Uh, this is a fascinating topic, and it such, has such popularity because people are really looking for their other halves. In fact, uh, Greek uh, playwright Euripides said that uh, basically before a soul is born, it's ripped in half and put into different bodies, and you spend the other rest of your life maybe looking for your other half. So we're all looking for our other half out there, aren't we? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, that seems to be a very, very popular topic. But, you know, basically you and your twin plane volunteered to descend into the physical world. And the original plan was that you would go uh, into the physical world, into incarnations, in both masculine and feminine polarities. You'd you'd, um, uh, have those incarnations so that each half of the whole learned to be that instrument of the Father, Mother, God. And as we discussed before, all went well until we fell from that state of perfection by misusing God's light, which is outplayed in the Garden of Eden, that whole saga that we read. So fear, mistrust, a sense of separation from our source, that separated our twin flames vibrationally. And we actually became victims of our own karma. And this meant separation also in our embodiments going forward after this point. Well, I'd like to go back just to how this whole thing starts with the twin flame because we had a very interesting explanation from St. Germain back in the 30s to the I Am movement. And St. Germain had explained how we are actually created in the great central sun. Now, you've probably covered this. The great central sun is the point of origin and the spirit matter cosmos. It's the center, you might call it, the hub of cosmos. And in the great central sun is where all our higher selves uh, revolve, reside, excuse me. So basically, you're created as one white fire uh, body there. It's an ovoid of light in the original creation. And that creation, if it desires, can split itself into male and female. So these are the halves in the great central sun. And then they take on more light and a certain pattern around them, which is called the causal body. And then these twin rays descend lower and lower. And we can decide to go into embodiment like you're talking about, Nancy. And at that point, we have the same divine plan. We have the same purpose. But what happens is we come down and we get lost in this 
muck here in the material universe. And a lot of times we get separated from each other and our plans change. We have different karma. And when we find ourselves, we may be in very different conditions as, as we've probably talked about in the past. Right. And for most of us, since that descent into the physical world, it's really been a long saga <laughs> trying to reunite and go back with our twin flames. But, you know, a very interesting thing, as we are leaving the cycle of Pisces, this age, we're moving into the Aquarian age, our higher selves are prompting us to try and connect with our twin flame, wherever our twin flame may be. And sometimes this isn't really understood at the physical level because people start looking in the physical for their twin flame, and they're looking for something to fulfill them outside of themselves, when in reality, the only way really to unite fully with your twin flame is when you unite fully with your God presence. And that's how you can come together in that total oneness from the spiritual perspective. Now, of course, you can unite possibly with your twin flame in the physical world if your twin flame is embodied at the same time as you are, at the same age and opposite sex and all those things. So this is an important point, I, I believe. We can always be one with our twin flame and spirit. So we, we can meditate on this twin flame and be one with it. Now, where our twin flame is at any particular time, twin flame may be in embodiment, it may be out of embodiment. Our other half may be a different age from us. They, you know, There may be many different things that, that separate us, so we really don't know. But as we know in this time and age, as we end Pisces and move into Aquarius, that we have been put here more and more to be with our twin flame. So if we can clear the karma and clear the things, then we can unite with our twin flame. And all the things we've talked about in the past, the violet flame and the different types of power of the spoken word, can assist us in bringing us closer to our twin flames. Now, we have some examples of twin flames around. I think you wanted to talk about this with Nelson Eddy and Jeanette McDonald, that, you know, they were twin flames on the screen. Or, you know, I can talk about it too. Uh, the twin flames on the screen where people really fawned over them, you know, when they saw the, these two on the screens singing each other, like the famous love song scene and the, what was it, the, with the Mountie, you know, the Mountie and Roxanne or one of those anyway, whatever the, whatever the name of the movie was, that pe people would go and see these movies and fawn over these two on the screen as twin flames. So you can see that people understand the concept of twin flames and they really want to be with their twin flames. Right, and talking about where your twin flame might be, your twin flame could be an ascended master already in the spiritual octaves highly evolved and really holding the balance for you in the physical world as you working your way back up to that point. The other option is, of course, as we're talking about the age of Aquarius, where you may embody and be meant to unite in the physical world with your twin flame. And, you know, this brings up once again, when you understand this greater plan of evolution and our, making our way back to God, we can easily see how abortion actually could interfere with this divine order. I mean, imagine if you and your twin flame were going to meet in a specific embodiment to balance karma, to fulfill a certain purpose, and one of you was aborted. That would throw off the whole plan, and it could be a very long time before the same conditions can be recreated so that two of you can come together again, if ever that happens. 
Well, this is why abortion is such a wild card, you know, because, you know, everything is, is designed in spirit for you to come in and have the greatest opportunity to meet your twin flame, to overcome your karma, to fulfill your divine plan, to balance your threefold flame, all the things that we've come to do. But this wild card of abortion, you know, and so many millions of abortions can throw, a, throw the literal monkey wrench into that, you know. Right, exactly. There is a divine plan, and it goes beyond just us living in this single lifetime. Yeah. So um, what, what I wanted to say was that there, in, the, in the world, there's a popular misconception, probably more in New Age-type movements about soulmates and twin flames. And, you know, I think we might want to clear up some of this because, in reality, you only have one twin flame. This is you, your other half. Literally. You know? Yeah, <laughs> literally you, you know, as Euripides said, ripped in half and you're looking for that other half. But we have many, many soulmates as we go through life, um, mandalas of people that we've come with to either fulfill certain divine plans or we've created karma with. There's many types of relationships. And I think this is something we, we might want to talk about a little bit, the different types of relationships that we have, karmic relationships and uh, divine plan relationships and many different things like this. Exactly. And, and of course, what we're talking about, the twin flame, is the primary relationship that is literally your other half. And just to point out that wherever your twin flame is, you can connect at that spiritual level. In fact, you're actually always connected at the inner levels at one way or another. And because you you have that same blueprint of identity, so it's literally your other half. And when you are putting out positive energies, beautiful emotions, love, joy, peace, your twin flame feels that. And when you're putting out negative energies and negative emotions, your twin flame also feels that and can be burdened by it. So there is that inner connection always, just not always united, either on the physical or completely on the spiritual level. So just to reiterate, uh, soulmates are all around us. We're working in, in our work environments, in our marriages, in our children, in our friendships. We have all these soulmates, and we're working out all kinds of things. We're working out karma. We're working out our divine plan with things that we have in common that we need to do. But the one unique us, the one unique relationship is the twin flame. And when the time comes, the time has to be right. We have to clear a certain amount of whatever muck is in our way. So when we come together with our twin flame, we can fulfill what God originally destined us to do. This is what twin flames are for. The reason that white ovoid body split in the great central sun was for the glorification of God, for the expansion of God consciousness. Now we have a male and female expansion of that consciousness that can come down here and make a greater and better world. So this is what we have to realize, I believe. Yes, exactly. And as you were saying, the term twin flame and soulmate, of course, they are not interchangeable. As we're talking, you know, the twin flame is literally your other half. Soulmates are really individuals that you have maybe similar missions in a particular life. You have a great attunement. You're working together. You've worked together maybe in previous lives. So you can have many soulmates or more than one or whatever. You know, an example of soulmates that, that that's a pretty well-known example is Mary and Joseph, the parents of Jesus. They were soulmates and charged with the responsibility of nurturing the Christ within their son. And both of their twin flames were in higher realms, already ascended, and held the balance for them 
for that particular uh, mission. And this is a common theme. I think we need to see that many times there is a certain, you know, the a certain holding of the balance. I'd say that you know the the twin flame has one foot in heaven and the other twin flame has a foot in the matter, you know, universe, and then that is able to create the maximum potential. So these are possibilities that happen many times. I just wanted to point out one thing that I I believe to be important is not to fixate on your twin flame, you know, uh, create some kind of inordinate desire to prematurely find the twin flame or see the twin flame and all kinds of other people because, you know, this, this is a problem. When the time comes when you've cleared enough karma, when you know, heaven wills, so to speak, that you meet your twin flame, you will meet your twin flame. And you can accelerate that timetable by doing more violet flame, by clearing more karma, by doing more service, by fulfilling more obligations with soulmates. And all these things will bring you closer to coming into contact with your twin flame. Yes, and you have a really good point about inordinately looking for your twin flame. Because if you're looking for something outside yourself to complete you, this is how you can get into maybe wrong relationships, things that are really not going to fulfill you, but just add to the karmic outlay of what you have in in this lifetime. Because, you know, we have twin flames, we have soulmates, we also have another type of relationship which is called the karmic marriage or the karmic relationship. And you're maybe meant to come together with someone who you do have karma with. And these relationships can be very challenging. But this was all planned in advance, and it's really for the growth of both persons. And sometimes these karmic relationships and marriages are because of previous serious kinds of serious kinds of things that happen in past lives such as murder or betrayal all all these kinds of things and you really need that one-on-one personal intimate relationship in a marriage to be able to work through this karma and and view all these things as opportunity i mean the heaven puts us together in these situations even if it's a heavy karma and maybe this is a heavy lifetime where we're going to clear a heavy karma, but it's opportunity. And we need to move through that and see that. And I just also wanted to point out the idea of this inordinate desire, because you've probably talked about this in past shows about the Buddhic path. And Gautama Buddha has pointed out that one of the main reasons that we suffer is because of inordinate desire. So with respect to your twin flame, if you have this inordinate desire that I've got to find my twin flame or I'm going to see him and everything then that's going to create a certain kind of friction and um, and pain in yourself, you know, that you don't want to do. So you don't want to have this type of desire. You just move through your life, move through your relationships. And maybe you may be with your twin flame. You may not even recognize it for many years, you know, until a certain karma is cleared. So there are many, many, many possibilities here. So we stay positive and we want to work through and view these things as opportunity. And the masters have told us that the the best way to really unite with your twin flame, whether it's on the physical or spiritual level, again, is for your own spiritual evolution. You purifying, balancing your karma, moving to that level of that Christ within you as a son or daughter of God, moving to unite at that higher level. Once you do that, then you will have a better chance of having meeting your twin flame or 
having any kind of a relationship in the physical because like attracts like. And if you are at a higher spiritual vibration, you will attract a partner at a higher spiritual vibration. So that's very, very important, our own spiritual uh, evolution and development. And whoever that partner is, soulmate, twin flame, or karmic relationship, it's something we all work through and we do our best in this relationship. But there are ways to accelerate this also. There are the power of the spoken word, as we've talked about in the past. We can actually make calls to our higher self, make calls to the masters to accelerate our meeting of our twin flame. And if you want, I could give an example. Sure, let's do that. that. We want to give an opportunity. Yeah, and this might be something you might want to post if possible, post with this, but in writing so people can see it. But you could basically just call to your own Christ self and your I am presence, your higher self. So you could say, in the name of the Christ, I call to the blessed I am presence of our twin flames for the sealing of our hearts as one for the victory of our mission to humanity. I invoke the light of the Holy Spirit for the consuming of all negative karma, limiting the full expression of our divine identity and the fulfillment of our divine plan. Yes, it's a beautiful call. You can make this call every, this prayer every single day. And just to reiterate, we've talked about this in the previous, uh, the path of personal Christhood, that, that particular episode. When we say in the name of the Christ, we are talking about each son and daughter of God, their true identity, which is the Christ. And you're meant to manifest the Christ in this octave. So it's not meant to be exclusive to, you could call it your higher mental body. There's all kinds of terms that have been given to this. But bottom line, Christ is what Jesus embodied and showed us that path. So don't be tripped up on that word in particular, if you have a different religious path. Okay, well, I think we've we've really gone over a lot of this twin flame and soulmate and all this. And I think the way to apply this, you know, to wrap this up in a few sentences to apply this in our practical world is that we need to not fixate on our twin flame. We need to make calls to clear our karma and to, you know, connect with our higher self and that, you know, make this call for this twin flame. And as the timing comes, if it was meant to be, if our twin flame is an embodiment, if our twin flame is, you know, of the similar age or whatever, within that range, that we will meet that twin flame. But until then, we treat everyone as our twin flame, right? We treat our soulmates as our twin flames, our karmic relationships. We are here to love life and to move life forward into a higher vibration. Exactly. Well, thank you, Mark, again, for a really cool topic here that I know everybody loves. And in our previous episodes, we've talked about the beginning of life, both spiritually and physically. In our next episode, I have a special guest who will talk about what happens when we leave this body and move back into the realms of spirit. So be sure to join us for another fascinating topic. Until then, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. I'm Nancy Showalter, and you've been listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect. Thank you for being with me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. And to follow more of my work, visit me at nancyshowalter.com.